Oh man, here we are. What a week, what a week. And we are about to get into this. This is episode six of the ACI podcast. Let's get into it. Yes. Welcome to the Ace Side Podcast. I'm your host, Smoking Aces. What a week. What a week. Man. So, so about this. First off, to all my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. I appreciate y'all. Please share it with a friend. Let them know, man. Let them know. Um, but thank y'all for coming. Coming back and tuning back in with me. For any of my new listeners, welcome, welcome. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you stick around. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Man, what a week, what a week, what a week. We knew going into this week that it was going to be one for the ages, but little did we know what exactly to expect. Um... Hmm. I guess let's let's start off a little light, man. Because obviously it's a lot of heavy shit, a lot of stuff to get into. But I did just want to touch on one little quick thing that I saw. That's a little bit lighter in the tone. Um, saw, of course, we all know about verses. We've all been in the in the quarantine, enjoying. Shout out to Swizz Timberland for bringing up this incredible platform to you know sort of give a history lesson to a lot of these people um, that don't know about some of these artists producers songwriters don't know the contributions they made to the game also giving a voice to you know some some people that maybe we forgot about or maybe we've underappreciated um i'm a huge fan and probably one of the most exciting versus battles that i've heard is pending right now tribe called quest versus outcast um i mean in my opinion the two best hip-hop groups in hip-hop ever um you know going head up and i was on twitter and i saw some of the comments i mean obviously with outcast and tribe these are two legendary groups but you know, I saw a lot of that that normal shit, the normal shit that we get where people are like, man, so-and-so doesn't have nothing for this group or this artist. And I saw a lot of people acting like Tribe didn't belong in a conversation with Outkast for a versus battle. And I was a little bit thrown by that because I was just like, uh, we're talking about one of, again, the greatest groups of all time. They released, you know, these albums called People's Instinctive Travels, Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders. I mean, those are pretty pretty good albums. 
couple of hits on them albums. So I thought it was interesting. I always think it's interesting when I see people sort of write off certain groups or certain artists as though they're not all legends, you know, and as though Tribe is not going to have their fair share of hit classic records. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Outcast is Outcast. But tribe is tribe. And we have to recognize that. Can't be playing them off like they short some shit, man. Um, so that's that's first off. It's like I was just surprised by how many people were like, yo, outcasts ain't got nothing for them. One thing I did notice, and one thing I do notice about a lot of these versus battles, though. A lot of these versus battles is always like maybe somebody from New York or Cali going up against uh ATL, somebody from the ATL. And I noticed, man, a lot of you ATL folks out there, y'all really be showing uh, your bias. Y'all always go for the ATL, the ATL artists. I never see, all the time I, I scroll through my timeline and I just look at people and you see them, they're like, oh, so-and-so doesn't got no form. And then you check that bio out and it's always something Atlanta, you know, peach trees, something bankhead whatever but it's cool it's all good man i mean with versus it's, it's always more of a i mean obviously it's versus so we're pitting them against each other and keeping score and people have their opinions but in all realness and actuality versus is more or less just a celebration and like i said just giving artists who have created some of the best works of our time and through years of maybe not releasing work or, you know, just new people and new faces coming in and us sort of underappreciating them, I think that is it's really dope um, what Swizz and Tim have managed to do with that. Um, so let's hope that this actually happens. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I can't wait to see um, what goes on with that. Um, small side note, RIP to Alex Trebek. Um, as I'm recording this on Sunday, um, just found out that he fortunately passed away. So it's a very sad moment. Um, if you're like me, you grew up in a household where parents watch Jeopardy. You know, you watch Jeopardy all the time. You know, he because people like people like Alex Trebek become a staple in a household. Um, so you almost grow up with this person. You grow up seeing this person um, consistently. So it does have an effect when when somebody like that passes away, especially considering that he um, was fighting cancer. Um, it definitely looked like he was, you know, sort of maybe on the right track. You know, things were starting back off with the new season of Jeopardy. Um, but unfortunately, you know, he was not able to, um, you know, sustain. Um, so rest in peace to him, peace to his family, peace to his loved ones, peace to all the fans that loved him. Um, hope you guys are able to do okay through all that. Um, what else, man? I mean, the, 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 with this week, man, I've really been trying to like find different things to talk about in the week and, you know, every time I come up here and have a conversation with y'all, you know, I try to make sure I'm I'm trying to 
keep the topics varied and whatnot, but it seems pretty, pretty, uh, like a fool's errand to try not to talk about what the hell happened this week. What was supposed to be an election day has essentially become an election week, election saga. And I, like you guys, can feel a lot of difference, but also it has been a nail biter. It has been in damn near stressful. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously we all know, and of course I'm going to have all the, the folks come in and tell me, well, none of this matters. You know, none of this matters uh, to your life. You, you know, politics don't matter, but I mean, apparently one, apparently they do. And two, I mean, it's definitely something that like us as a, a nation, all tuned into whether we were there to see the results, whether we were there rooting for a particular candidate, or whether we were just, just there to see the shit show that ended up happening. Um, so for those who have been somewhere under a rock, of course, there was an election on Tuesday that proceeded to Wednesday that then proceeded to Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> so needless to say, this was, I mean, this is the only time that I can actually recall it going this long and going in the way in which we probably never seen before. I mean, to have, you know, first off, congratulations to president-elect Joe Biden, vice presidential-elect Madam Kamala Harris. It's amazing, historic um, feat to have a woman of color, black woman, Indian-American woman, um, a woman in the second highest uh, office of the land. So needless to say that, I mean, it was a historical moment. It was an emotional moment for a lot of us. Um, you know, obviously with, with Joe Biden coming in, you know, regardless of how you feel about him or whatnot, you know, this is definitely a, a shift from who we have in now who will shortly be leaving us. Uh, it's insane that with all the history that has been made with the candidates that were elected, that still somehow Trump was by far the story of this situation. Um, if you wrote this, if you wrote everything that happened on election day and the days after, if you wrote this in a book or if you wrote this for a TV series, you would swear that this is the most outlandish shit ever. Like it would be a arrested development level, absurd comedy 
that you would be like, man, this can never happen in real life. But we actually, with our eyes, watched this madness that occurred. And I don't know what the hell to make of it. Essentially, my man, Donald Trump, this dude, Donald Trump, decided that he was just going to say, fuck it, I want anyway. Now, mind you, with all the votes and everything that came in, and, you know, the people that voted obviously by mail early uh, due to this coronavirus pandemic that is still ripping and tearing through our communities right now. Um, obviously, there were a lot of votes that were placed beforehand, votes that were mailed in, and people still went, obviously, to the day of, and people still went to the polls day of the election. This fool-ass dude sat there and literally was, it's, it's almost like he was looking at the map as we were all looking at the maps on CNN and the Fox Newses and the MSNBCs and whatnot. And it's like, as soon as he saw it red, like a, like a large portion of it red, it's almost like he, in his mind said, yep, I won. And then just sort of like shut off TV and went and had a sandwich and had a drink and celebrated. And, and then it's like somebody turned around hours later and was like, hey, you didn't win. Because when he came and did this press conference, he just seemed so ridiculously shocked about what sort of all of us knew was going to happen. And I personally, like for, for the president of the United States, I think this speaks highly to why I feel the way I feel about him and so many others do and why he has become such a hated figure, a figure that people are disgusted with his behavior and his attitude and the way he deals with situations. This was sort of like a perfect example of what that is to those people. You have a president, a current sitting president that in the face of a defeat, a pretty obvious defeat, basically went out there and said, you know what? No, I won. They cheated. So I won. To have to sit here and comprehend that act in the White House, mind you. So you're talking about the president in the White House on election night or after election night as he sees his lead dwindling, as he is not in the lead, as it looks like he's about to lose the election. There were a million other options he could have taken. He could have absolutely just shut the fuck up until all the numbers came in. He could have said, I feel confident about a possible win, even though the numbers look X, Y, Z, look like they're going against me. I, I feel confident in a win. But no, 
That's not what he did. He came up there and acted in extremely surprised as though he was unaware that mail-in ballots were happening. And I feel like what happened with that is, is the obvious. He went and told all of his followers, don't mail in these ballots. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't mail in the ballots. Don't mail in the ballots. Fraud, all that. They're never going to make it there. They're going to end up gone. They're going to end up in the trash. They're going to end up burned. They're going to end up gone. They're going to end up somewhere. They're going to end up the, the, the postal service is going to steal them. They're never going to make it to the polls. Don't use the mail. So he goes out there. He makes these claims to these people. The people then go and listen to their fearless leader. They go and they say, you know what? I'll be at the poll on Tuesday. Go to the poll on Tuesday. They place their votes. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, this entire time has been telling people, hey, use that mail. Use the mail because there's coronavirus out here. People are getting sick and shit. Why don't you just put your ballot in the mail, send it, place your vote. And made it a priority to push that, made it priority to push the early voting, the mail voting, all these different avenues that people had to keep them from getting out there to get sick, get coronavirus. Which for any normal-minded person, that should be a positive thing. He's trying to keep people from, you know, best way possibly he can, keep them from getting sick. So, hey, if this option is available and it can keep you at home and safe, why the fuck not do it? So a lot, a lot of his supporters went and voted by mail. Then the administration, the Trump administration, fight fought to get mail-in ballots not valid or not counted until after the election day results were counted. So a lot of people sort of knew how this scenario was going to play itself out. Apparently, Trump missed that. Trump missed the memo. He missed the party. He didn't get it. Because he really acted like he was completely blindsided by the fact that as these mail-in ballots were getting counted, that they were disproportionately going to Joe Biden, who encouraged his followers to send their ballot in by mail. Now, I'm not here to say this did or did not happen or anything, you know, to, 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 to make the claim that because we don't know what happened. It's 2020. The crazier shit has happened this year. The craziest of shit has happened this year. So needless to say, we have no idea uh where the hell this is going um but from what we're looking at joe biden and kamala harris are going to be our next president and vice president from what we are looking at even if you say that there was maybe some some bad ballots or ballots that get thrown out or ballots that have to be put aside or ballots that can't be counted Everybody's pretty much telling you the amount of those ballots is going to be so minuscule 
as to make no type of effect to what has actually been said already that Biden is the president. So the fact that this guy not only went out there on election night and made said claim, but then went on a 14 year old teenage girl Twitter rant is fucking insane. Like you, like I swear, if you wrote a boondocks episode with this, it would be like fucking hilarious first off, but it would be absolutely like, man, you'd be that, that's wild. But this guy not only went and went on election night, but then proceeded to go on a Twitter rant for the last few days talking about we're only counting legal votes and you know, we're only counting certain ballots and people weren't allowed in the room and they just stole, they stole the election from me. They ripped the carpet from under, up under my feet. It's, it's just insane to think that this is a person that is in office, a person that was voted in office, a person that even with everything that we've seen over the four years that everybody has seen over the four years, even with the country being as divided as it's ever been and people recognizing that somehow this motherfucker got 71 million people to put a circle next to his name on a ballot sheet. It blows my mind. I can't understand it. I can't understand it. Actually, it's not that I can't understand it. I can understand it. It's just that you, even if you know better, you hope that people have more sense than this. You hope that people can see what you can see or can see what's in front of them, what's in their face how incredibly selfish ignorance of a person this is. He's not only willing to burn up, you know, obviously any respect or um, credibility he has. He's also willing to burn down his own party in the sake for the sake of his ego key point is his uh his his son donnie jr goes on twitter to attack one of their one of their one of their allies uh lindsey graham goes on twitter attacks lindsey graham has lindsey graham basically having to shuffle his ass out of there you know to throw some money at don don and you know come out there and be the be the the voice because your ass got called out it, it, it it's insane that we're sitting here at even even entertaining this but it as crazy as it sounds this is highly entertaining to sit out and watch to sit out and see how far this guy's willing to go just for his or the sake of his own ego this for the the idea that he just can't let it go he just can't believe 
that he took a loss. And I had to sit down with my son. I had to sit down with my son, Jalen, and I had to tell him, I was like, you have to be able to take a loss. You have to be able to take a loss gracefully or like a man. You know, you, you have to be able to deal with the L. And like, you know, somebody on Twitter said, you could tell that Donald Trump's never been punched in the face before. Like, sometimes you could just tell people who've never really been through any real adversity, never had any real uh, uh, resistance in their way because when they lose, God, he acts like, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And and to do these conferences and to just sit there with the, you know, they stole this and they're finding votes under, finding votes under the rug. It, it's just mind boggling that nobody outside of his enemies or people that don't like him, you know, outside of that, not many people have really come out and speak out against him. Um, not many people have come out to to condemn his actions. Uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, 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 George W. Bush came out and basically co-signed Biden uh, or, 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 you know, congratulated him on his win and then more or less went on to say that the election is fine. The election process is fine. You know, this is sort of like in so many words saying this is sort of frivolous what's being going on. Let's get forward. Let's let's move forward. Let's move forward. And I mean, we definitely need to move the fuck forward because we are sitting here again. We are on a Sunday here. And over the last four or five days, we've seen over 100,000 cases of coronavirus pop up every day, every day, every single day, we've had over 100,000 cases of coronavirus. So we still have this virus eating through the fucking country, you know, eating through the country. And our commander in chief is right now throwing a fucking tantrum because he just can't deal with the loss that he got. Like, you took an L, guy. Just let it go. You took the loss. The shit happens to everyone. You know, so I, I just think it's insane. I keep saying insane, but it, it really is fucking insane. Like, it's, it's just insane to me that this guy, how far he will go for his own self-satisfaction to just be like, no, 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 no. He just, it's like you you don't have a firm grasp on reality um it is going to be interesting to see what happens from this i'm going to be honest with you i don't see much i see i i figure he goes in there he bitches and complains he makes his case it gets thrown out and we all move the fuck on um it's going to be interesting to see if he does a lot of the uh standard presidential passover uh things you know if he does the little meetup does the little fucking tour takes him around does all that it's going to be very interesting to see if he takes those routes i don't see it happening just because i 
look at this guy and I just say, this is a guy that's just not going to do that. He's not, he's never going to be able to uh, deal with the fact that he lost to somebody he felt like he should have easily won against. And he's never going to be able to look that person in the eye and just be like, you know what? You were the better man. You beat me. Let's keep it moving. I, I just don't see that happening. A couple of things with, with people. You know, I always like to talk about uh, the conversations I have with folks and the, the people that um, what the people have to say about different things, because I think that's the most interesting part to me is obviously you deal with the you deal with the the, the pro Trump people, MAGA hat people, red hat, red, red hat people, red hat crew. You deal with them and they're they're just absolutely they're just eating all this shit up. I swear, man, if there was ever a cult, the MAGA cult is one. Like they ate up all he had to do was say it, and they ate up every single thing that came out of this man's mouth. They didn't even question it. They don't even ask, they don't ask a question, they don't, you know say hey let me see something that proves it they're just like did trump say it absolutely we're rocking with it and that that's you know a wild thing to just have people that just will will just blindly follow this man who's not a decent man but will blindly follow him no questions asked run through a brick wall for him right now and, and you know also there's been a talk of this thing where it's like if you were one of the people that wasn't like a pro-trump person or if you didn't like trump or if you hated trump you know like if you were got if you were a person who like absolutely hated trump celebrated like a mother when you found out that he was on the way out like this 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 was a happy moment for you so course everybody's on twitter you know and on facebook and on youtube and on instagram and there's a lot of gloating going on there's a lot of oh the memes oh the memes the memes were classic hilarious i loved them all they were just so fucking hilarious if you didn't follow this for any other any other reason then just go and check out the memes that people were putting out it was hilarious to say the least. But all of a sudden you see everybody coming out with these pleas for peace and love and happiness and don't be mean to your neighbor. And don't be mean to, you know, people that, you know, you knew that were pro-Trump. Don't be mean to them. And, you know, they're hurting. And it's just sort of like with any other candidate, I feel like that's 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 that would be a justified response. That would be a justified approach to win with some form of humility and some form of of, of empathy for the other side. However, I saw the other side. We got four whole years, or well, three and a half years of the other side. We saw the other side. We saw their tweets. We saw their posts. We saw all the things that they said. We saw the things that they said about 
average Americans. We saw the comments that were made. We saw the, we heard the Proud Boys comment. You know, we heard the Charlottesville comments. We heard Melania, the phone calls. We've, we've all dealt with this coronavirus all of us in different ways, whether you, um, you know, whether you lost someone or whether you've gotten it or whether you've known people who've gotten it, you know, this, 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 we've all dealt with it. We've all seen the financial ramifications of this. Uh, if you're in the music business, if you're in regular business, if you're working a nine to five, if you're looking for a nine to five, like we've all dealt with all the shit and we've seen his supporters and what they've said and how they've acted and how they've treated everybody. So to now all of a sudden get on this thing where it's like, well, now we lost. So now you guys have to be nice to us and draw us back over to you. It's like, well, no, you guys supported a racist, sexist dickhead. Like, no, we don't want to, you know, reach out an olive branch or reach out a hand and all of a sudden say, you know what? You guys supported this guy, supported everything that he was about, everything that he was for. We saw all your comments. You were completely nasty and rude and horrible people. And some people that you would never think that would be like that, but you, it's like as soon as two, to January 20th, uh, uh, passed on the last inauguration, all of a sudden, man, you started seeing all the, all the comments fly and all these different, all these people that you would never know thought like this. You start to see their true feelings. If anything that Trump did, Trump brought out the true feelings of a lot more people. There were always going to be people that had certain thoughts and certain ideals and things that went against other people. But a lot of people kept it quiet. A lot of people felt like, you know what, I need to keep this quiet. And over these three and a half, four years, we've only been exposed to even more of these type of people. More of these people that have come out with hate speech and ignorance and lack of caring and lack of empathy. To now sit here and come to people that you were down talking and shit talking to. And when you're on the opposite end to ask for empathy and kindness seems very disingenuous to me. It seems very manipulative to me. It seems like these people need to shut up and take the medicine. Take your medicine. I don't have to give you a spoonful of sugar to help it go down. Like you need to just take your medicine and deal with it. Half of y'all can't even deal with the shit. Half of y'all still spouting off fucking conspiracy theories. Anyway, trying to get people to, oh man, well it ain't over and all this, but eh, fuck all that. Like you guys know what's what you guys know what's going to happen. There's no reason to prolong it. And people don't got to come out here and hold your hand because you chose to back an asshole like Donald Trump and he lost. So it is what it is. Now we get into the, you know, the next steps, man. The next steps are 
seeing sort of where this president takes us and what 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 he does for us. You know, obviously people 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 try to celebrate or enjoy the moment or just even just soak in the moment, you know. But but there's always the conversation right after of okay, now now what? You know, after you get after after he gets through with finally dealing with Donald Donald Trump and he finally gets into the point where he's in office and making the moves that he needs to make, it becomes a thing of there's still everything that was there before stack up more stuff on top of that and you have to deal with it and people are going to be looking for results people from all walks of life because the black vote came out for the boy black vote the black vote definitely came out for biden youth came out for biden you know people came out um black women they 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 pushed for for him to get where he is this particular election so it is definitely going to we're definitely gonna people are definitely gonna be looking at him like okay yeah here we go here we are we did everything we were supposed to do now what now what are you gonna do you know what are you gonna do for me and i mean that's the way that this game is played with politics it's like what are you gonna do for me like if i elect you what the fuck are you gonna do for me are you going to enhance or increase my life things that affect my life are you gonna be passing what we're passing are you gonna be listening to people are we going to be able to see something for the vote um which i see in a lot of brothers particularly a lot of brothers on on the media social media pages saying it's like get something for your vote get something for your vote get something for your vote you should get something for your vote so we all, you know, we all sat there, we all pushed and um, put them to the forefront for whatever reasons. We didn't want Donald Trump in office no more. Uh, you didn't want, um, you didn't want a Republican in office. You're a hardcore Democrat. You like Joe Biden. You wanted to see come out, whatever reasons you are, you helped put them, we helped put them there. Now it's all about, what happens next and what he does i hope that he does well i think that he will do well regardless of that when i was talking to a you know a brother i commented to a brother mg mg the future for those who don't know um shout out to him but you know he asked me if i was pro biden and i said i'm more anti-trump one i've never I've never uh, been a fan of Trump. I, I'm from Atlantic City, New Jersey. That's the home. And if you're from Atlantic City, you're familiar. You you know, obviously, as a kid, you're not 100% familiar, but you're familiar with who Donald Trump was. The guy had like six casinos in the city. You know, you know who Donald Trump is. You're familiar, familiar with him. You've seen him throughout life. So you sort of know what he is and what he is about and... No, I, I was never a fan, but my main reason for being how I am is that I feel like I could look at Joe Biden and see a decent human being, a good human being, somebody who, if I put him in the highest office in the land, 
that I feel like he has a certain level of respect that he will get and give and a certain, what's the right word? The right word would probably be demeanor. Like a certain, he has a certain demeanor that says like he would be good, a good person to be in charge, which I can't say at all for Donald Trump. Like this motherfucker can't even take a loss right. He can't do anything right. The guy is a a, a loose cannon. He's a a, a horrible human being. He's a, a, like with that election. I, I keep going back to the election night thing. Because I'm just so thrown by how much of a sore loser he was. Now, really, if I, I never was a fan of him, but that really disgusted me, you know, from a real place. Because I was like, yo, this is a guy that can't even take so much of taking just a loss with some sort of grace and dignity. Taking a loss like a man and being able to say, you know what? It is what it is. I don't have to like the fact that I lost, but I have to deal with it. So when I was talking to the brother MG and I was telling them, it was just the fact of this is a country. This is our country, you know, and the president is the representative. As I said last week, whether you feel like the president has real power or not, the president is the representative of this country. And you have to have somebody that you feel comfortable with representing that. And I feel comfortable, very comfortable with Joe Biden representing the country. And I in no ways feel comfortable with Donald Trump representing the country. Um, so to needless to say, I'm happy with the outcome. I'm, I'm completely thrown by what happened. Um, as many of you are. And we will see sort of where this goes from here. Um, to be very honest with you, I said it last week and I will say it this week. I am at the point now where I am so ready for a lot of this to be over and done with. I think that a lot of us are ready for all this to be over and done with and just ready. Just move forward, move on. Um... And just go to the next chapter, wherever that may be. So hopefully, as we wrap this bad boy up today, um, hopefully I have something different to talk about next next week, man. It's like, obviously, th this is going to be the prime thing. We've all been paying attention to it. So it's no reason to snake around it and act like it didn't happen. Like, this is, this is what happened this week. Um... So I like thank y'all for tuning in. Please subscribe on whichever platform that you uh, you choose to use. We are uh, obviously I'm on uh, Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Also, um, please um, follow me. Please follow me, uh, Aces High Pod, or at Smoking Aces eighty five on Instagram. Trying to get the numbers up. Uh, definitely thank you again for tuning in. And I will see y'all next week. Peace.